And welcome to Memorial Park in Plover, getting ready for high school baseball. We're starting later, and we're at a different spot. Buchholz Park at Stevens Point, not playable. So here we are in Plover for what's going to turn out to be a nice Friday night of baseball. I'm Chris Conley, and the Evergreens are on the air, getting ready for our second meeting this year against the Spash Panthers. Spash got us 2-0 earlier this season. Noah Marshke was the winning pitcher in that game, and he'll be facing the Evergreens again today against Wyatt Miles for D.C. Everest. Evergreens are wearing their green jerseys with the yellow silhouetted numbers and white pants. Here's the Everest batting order. Kyler Soppy will lead off and play second base. Kyler comes in today hitting 422, hottest bat on the team. Noah Shimoleski plays first base and bats second. Brock Babish will DH and will hit for the pitcher Wyatt Miles. He'll bat third. Mitch Danielski in right field fourth. Preston Miller, the center fielder, fifth. Chris Wiesman, the shortstop, will hit sixth. Nate Langman's in left field. He'll hit seventh. Nick Cotter catches eighth, and Elijah Schmidt starts in left field ninth. For the visiting Evergreens, Soppy, Shemaleski, Babish, Danielski, Miller, Wiesman, Langvin, Cotter, and Schmidt. For the home Spash Panthers wearing their red jerseys with black numerals, Tommy Droners in center field, Kale Roth is the second baseman, Bennett Klisch is in left field, Caden Thayer is the third baseman. Right fielder Ben Ratzik. The DH Bryce Ayer will hit for the pitcher. Shortstop John Warzinski. Then first baseman John Nafe and the catcher Deacon Kolbach. For the Smash Panthers who come in with a 14-5 record. Droner, Roth, Klisch, Thayer, Ratzik, Ayer, Warzinski, Nafe, and Kolbach. The crowd at Memorial Field comes to its feet for the Star-Spangled Banner. All right, softest national anthem ever, but again, this is not Smash's normal home field. And the rule of thumb is that the home radio announcer sings if there are tech problems, so we are spared the dulcet tones of Scotty Krieger before today's broadcast. Now, I'm looking out at Old Glory at center field. The wind is dead calm. You know, for all the rain that we had last night and again this morning, Mother Nature is not going to be a factor in today's game. Just really isn't. And it's going to be a very pleasant night for baseball. Glad that you're along with us. The Spash Panthers have taken the field. Noah Marshke, the lefty, is taking his warm-up tosses. And here's the defense behind him. 
That's Bennett Klish in left field. Tommy Droner's in center, and Ben Ratzik is in right. The Spash infield. Caden Thayer's at third. Riley Warzinski's shortstop. Kale Roth is the second baseman. John Nave is at first. Deacon Kolbach is behind the plate, completing the battery, and Noah Marschke is almost done with his warm-up tosses. He's trying to manicure the mound himself. Again, this is not normally Spash's home field. If you play Legion ball, the players would be familiar here. This is where the Plover Black Sox play once the high school baseball season is over and we transfer to American Legion ball. We are calling today's game from outside. In fact, we're just beyond the chain link backstop. We'll let Blue know how he's doing all afternoon and evening. This field is a little bit different. The infield grass is cut kind of high, so it's going to be a slow infield. And the ballpark here plays big. 372 to center is bigger than most high school fields. 328, 330 down the left and right field lines. One of the things that's a little bit weird, we had two games before ours. The Pacelli-Pittsfield varsity game was first, and then the JV game was finishing up. So that's one of the reasons why we're getting started late. The Spash players, we appreciate this, came out and played grounds crew in between games. Came out and dragged the infield. That's great. They chalked up the batter's box and catcher's box, but they did not chalk the first and third base lines. I, I'm looking up the third base line now. The umpire is going to apply his judgment as to, to what is fair and what is foul as we get ready for baseball today. And we are ready. Getting underway, what, 24 minutes later, and it is really a pleasant evening. We're going to be at 59 degrees at first pitch. Kyler Soppy to start us off. Soppy leads the team with 19 hits, 19 of 45. Batting average was moving up. The Everest Merrill win, Soppy was two for three. Marshke allowed just three hits when these teams met the first time. Again, Spash and Everest were supposed to start off the high school season. Those games were postponed because of wet and very cold weather. Now, on a much more pleasant night, we're ready for baseball. First pitch, leg kick, coming home, strike one, and we're underway. And we'll see if Kyler Soppy can keep himself above 400 because the next three games are tough ones. Spash, always a difficult opponent. And tomorrow, two games against Appleton North, 11-4 and four this year. That ball's fouled back. One ball and uh, no balls, two strikes. Yeah, we've got a couple of schedule adjustments because of the weather. Tell you about those in a minute. First of all, I imagine there's probably some Everest fan that drove over to Bucolt Park. Where is everybody? Well, pack it up. Come down here to Plover. You're <laughs> about 10 or 15 minutes away. Here's the 0-2 pitch to Soppy. Took something off just outside. That's a tough one to take. A ball and two strikes. This is the last game for both of these teams before the high school seedings are determined. Evergreens were hoping to play yesterday against Merrill, rained out. That game's rescheduled for Monday. 1-2 pitch, took something off there and it's high and away. Count evens, two balls and two strikes. You know, one of the reasons Soppy's average is so good, doesn't swing at bad pitches. And then, of course, once he gets on base, steal, take extra bases, makes a little pain in the neck out of himself. 2-2 pitch. Curve. Call strike three on the outside corner. Noah spotted that one just about right. Moved in, nibbled at the outside corner, and got the call. Soppy is retired. Noah Shimoleski to bat now. Lefty against lefty. 
Noah platoons at first base with Caden Kreitlow. He's two for 10 this season. Again, for left-handed batters, Noah's going to be a tough opponent here. Checked swing, foul ball, strike one. It's Noah to Noah. Brock Babish waits in the on-deck circle. He's been swinging a hot bat in the late season for the Evergreens. Just underway, top of the first. Here's the 0-1 pitch. That's a cutter that broke in. Yeah, that's, that's why the lefty is going to struggle against Noah Marshke. That pitch probably starts out, if you're batting, it looks like it's coming at your hip, and then it breaks in over the plate. Shemaleski's down on the count, 0-2. Pitcher's spot here. Leg kick coming home, stays up high. Yeah, Marshke did not give up much when the Evergreens faced him the first time. Just seems like year after year, Spash brings good pitching to the party. Here's a line drive down the right field line. It is foul. Good contact. Straighten it out now. Still at one ball and two strikes. Curve. Catcher didn't handle that pitch off the heel of the catcher's glove. It's inside regardless. It's a ball. Noah's only a sophomore. Oh, great. We'll have to see him the next two seasons. Well, you want to be the best? You've got to beat the best. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. That's a curve. Drops in. Strike three. Noah Shemaleski returns to the Everest bench. Brock Babish. Brock was the winning pitcher when the Evergreens last played on Tuesday. He's DHing today. So Babish is 3-0 on the season and hitting 341. 14 of 41. First ball swinging. It's popped up. Shallow right field. Coming in and making the catch is Ben Ratzik. The Evergreens are retired in order in their half of the first inning. D.C. Everest does not score. Spash is coming up. We'll be back after a quick commercial break on 93-9, the game. Welcome back to Memorial Field in Plover. I'm Chris Conley, and Wyatt Miles has towed the mound for the Evergreens, taking his warm-up pitches, and here's the defense behind him. Elijah Schmidt starts in left field. Again, the Evergreens' defense is shuffled a little bit because Wyatt is pitching instead of playing third base today. Preston Miller plays center, and that's Mitch Danielski in right. The Evergreens' infield, Nate Langbin at third. Chris Wiesman's the shortstop. Kyler Sapi at second base, and Noah Shimaleski's at first. Nick Cotter catching, Wyatt Miles completing his warm-up tosses. Wyatt has one of the wins from last season against Stevens Point in the playoff game that ended Spash's season. You remember that game? Wyatt was hit in the fifth inning 
on a line drive that came right back. I wasn't sure if it got him in the stomach or got him on the hip or got him on the leg. It was actually the leg. But, I mean, Wyatt crumbled to the ground, looked like he was injured, looked like there was no way he was going to continue in the ballgame until he did. Got up and completed the fifth and then the sixth and the seventh. One of the guttiest high school performances that you could imagine. I mean, Wyatt, I mean, he just crumbled when he was hit. You were sure that that was going to be the end of his afternoon, and then it wasn't. I was joking with Wyatt before the game that I'm sure he's told that story just like I did. So what we need is a new Stevens Point story. Maybe we'll write one tonight. Here's Tommy Droner to lead off against Wyatt Miles. Tommy is one of several left-handed bats in this Spanish lineup. First pitch from Wyatt Miles, strike one. And you know what? Wyatt has been pitching better in the later parts of the season than he did earlier. So factor that in. The Wyatt Miles that Spash saw in relief back in April is a little bit different, a little better now. Ground ball up the middle. Shortstop Wiesman in front of the bag, throws over, got him. Chris Wiesman's been playing a solid shortstop for the Evergreens. Yeah, we said this at the start of the broadcast. The grass is kind of tall here. You know what? It is at Buchholz Park, too. When we play over there, it's kind of a slow infield. It is here at Memorial Field, too. Nice that we could find a field that is playable. And you know what? The, the field's in good shape. This is just a little bit different of an environment. Most of the fans here in their lawn chairs right up against the chain-link fence. Kale Roth takes strike one. And Wyatt Miles, the middle and later parts of the season, just had more command of his pitches. Bounced off the plate. Slow roller to second. Kyler Soppy has it. Roth busting it down the line. He's out by a step. Made that closer through his hustle. Two up, two down. This game already, I mean, it's early. Who knows what the script is going to be like for tonight. Just has the feeling of a pitcher's duel where runs are going to be at a premium. Bennett Klisch tore up the football field back in the fall. That's third for Spash here with two outs and nobody on. Starts him off with a cutter, strike one. Boy, there's Wyatt Miles' spot. Broke over the outside corner, away from the right-handed hitter. And both of these pitchers pitching from in front early on. Cutter again drops it in for strike two. Pitchers in the driver's seat here. Wyatt comes set. Leg kick home. Tried that cutter again. It broke out of the strike zone. He's trying to induce a swing there, and Bennett holds up. One and two. Two outs, none on, and Bennett's been a dangerous bat for a couple of years for Stevens Point. You want the bases empty when he's up. One, two, pitch. Just missed. A little bit off the plate. We're so close. We get a good look at balls and strikes, particularly when a right-handed batter is here. I mean, we're that close. I think we've got one of the best seats in the house right here at Memorial Field tonight. 2-2 two, two pitch. Challenged him with the fastball, and it's hit up the middle. It's a single. So Bennett Klish with a two-out hit. Boy, the grass really slowed that down, too. Just hit right up the middle, right through beyond second base. Caden Thayer to bat now. Two outs and a man aboard. 
So the Panthers have the first base runner of the evening. Again, Wyatt Miles was up 0-2, could not get the out there, and the inning continues. Coming home outside, strike. And again, Wyatt's got to shorten up his mechanics with a man on first base, so it's a slide step instead of the full wind-up and leg kick here. Wyatt's still got the breaking ball over the outside corner, and a lot of times with high school pitchers, when the mechanics change, the accuracy changes. This is bounced off the plate to third. Langbin, third baseman across the diamond, got him, and the inning comes to an end. Smash gets a hit and leaves a base runner aboard. One inning complete, D.C. Everest nothing, Stevens point nothing on 93-9 the game. For the Panthers in the bottom of the first, no runs on one hit, no errors, and no one left on base. Top of the second is on, and there's no score between Stevens Point and D.C. Everest. I'm Chris Conley. I don't know. I wore my 93.9 The Game jacket. Sure isn't needed right now. Maybe later in the evening as the sun goes down. Going to get into the 40s tonight, but we'll be long done by then. And tomorrow looks like a cooler day. Before the Evergreens come up here in the top of the second, let's catch you up on a couple of schedule changes. Again, this game was supposed to be played over at Buchholz, moved here to Plover. Tomorrow, the Evergreens were scheduled to play a triangular. That's the Mark Simon Memorial Triangular. Our visitors were going to be, uh, be Eau Claire Memorial and Appleton North. Eau Claire Memorial's not coming. They have conference games that they have to make up tomorrow, so they've begged off. And instead, the Evergreens will play a doubleheader against the Appleton North Lightning. And we'll start two hours later. We were going to start at 10 o'clock in the morning. Now noon, first game, a doubleheader between D.C. Everest and Appleton North. North this year is the more accomplished of the two teams. So that'll be high-level baseball. Come out and bring your appetite for lunch. Two games on tap at Simon Field, the Mark Simon Memorial. Mitch Danielski to lead off. The Evergreens top of the second. First pitch to Mitch. Bounced off the plate again. This is to the shortstop. Infield slows that down. Long throw. Got him. Mitch Danielski sees one pitch. And he's the first out in the second inning. We have some more schedule changes. Yesterday's game against the Merrill Blue Jays rained out. So we will be up in Merrill to play the Blue Jays on Monday. And then the regular season comes to an end with Tuesday and Thursday games against the Marshfield Tigers. The Tuesday game is at home, and the Thursday game is in Marshfield. And that does it for the regular season. Preston Miller takes strike one. You see, despite the snow and the rotten weather earlier in April, and then a kind of wet May, somehow we get all the games in. Hoping for favorable weather next week. Noah Marshke's pitch there is low, and the count evens at one ball and one strike for Preston Miller. Preston's hitting 273, nine hits in 33 at-bats. He's waiting on a 1-1 pitch here. Popped up. 
shallow center field. This is a long run in center fielders there. Tommy Droner closed on that quickly, and there's the second out. Noah Marshke's retired the first five that he's faced. You know what? I mean, he's a sophomore, just like the Evergreen starting pitcher Nate Langbin, who we'll see over the weekend. He's a sophomore, too. So both teams have, have young arms in play this season. But Noah always works ahead in the county. He hasn't been behind to anyone. The pitching fundamentals, throw strikes, fill up the strike zone. Chris Wiesman to bat for the Evergreens, two outs and none on. Takes a strike. And Noah's got a lively fastball. And eventually you need to develop a second pitch. Noah's got a pretty good cutter too. And usually you can spot that over the outside corner. No balls, one strike. Took something off there, and Chris Wiesman checks his swing and goes much too far. No balls and two strikes. So Wiesman is set up in this spot. Wiesman at the plate got off to a really slow start in April and has been hitting much better in May. So let's see if that can show up here. No balls, two strikes. Popped up foul ground over our broadcast position and out of play down the first base side. So the Evergreens will be kept up a little bit late tonight. Game got underway just before 7.30. And an early wake-up call tomorrow. We'll be over at Simon Field, what, at 10? We begin getting ready for a noon game. Curve, strike three. Wiesman knew it and just kind of rolls his head back as he heads back to the dugout. That's Noah Marshke's third strikeout. He's retired the first six Evergreens that he's faced. We'll go to the bottom of the second. D.C. Everest nothing, Spash nothing on 93.9 the game. Spash will send their five, six, and seven hitters up in the bottom of the second, no score. You know what the hardest thing is when the weather changes your baseball schedule? You know what it's been this year? It's been arranging bus drivers. There is no bus company that serves any of the school districts in our area that has enough drivers. I think of Walsall East and Walsall West. They've had games that they've showed up late for because whoever is driving the activity bus goes back to the school and then becomes the baseball team's driver. So you show up a half hour late for your game. The Evergreens today were able to arrange a last minute bus drive. Thank you, Lamers. But no bus on the way home. The Evergreens are caravanning with their coaches on the way home today. So that's motivation for the kids to hit. You go 0 for 4, maybe you're walking, stranded in Plover. Have mom or dad come and pick you up. Ben Ratchick to lead off here. Bounced off the plate, first ball swinging. Slow roller back to the mound. Wyatt Miles fields the position, throws over to first. One pitch and one out here in the bottom of the second. I can only imagine what it's like for the smaller school districts. I mean, one way or another, everyone gets to where they have to be. Got some clouds overhead. Lights are on. Haven't taken effect yet. Bryce Ayer is DHing for the pitcher. Just off the outside corner. Close. It's ball one. 
again, if you like pitcher's duels, and I do, it's going to be fun to watch these two young arms go at it because both of these pitchers seem to be sharp. Wyatt Miles took a lot off of that. The curve is in for a strike, one and one. The Express is pretty good for Wyatt Miles. That was the local. You'll want to use that one sparingly. 1-1 one, one pitch. Hit on the ground to second. Kyler Sapi's got it. Throws over to first. That's the second out here in the bottom of the second inning. First stop, number 12, Riley Warzynski. Here's Riley Warzynski. Warzynski's a big, broad-shouldered kid, and here, here he is batting seventh in the Spash batting order. Spash, year after your good pitching, yeah, that's always in evidence. And, and Spash brings good bats, too. First pitch, ball one. Again, because Wyatt can throw his cutter and breaking ball for strikes, to some batters, he just doesn't show the fastball all that much. Pitches up high there. Two balls, no strikes. I see we've got our scoreboard working. During the JV game, Bocelli and Pittsfield, the scoreboard was on the blink. The E, the part that lights up for errors, was flashing the entire ball game. There's a generous strike one. Two balls and one strike. That may have been high and away. Wyatt will take it. Riley is still ahead in the count. Two balls, one strike. High set, leg kick coming home. Boy, that was probably better than the last pitch that was judged to strike. Just off the outside corner, three and one. And even when Wyatt Miles has missed, most of his pitches have been around the plate. 3-1, green light, and fouls it back. Pretty good pitch to hit there, just above the belt and right down the middle. Riley would probably like that back. Count now evens on Warzynski. It's three balls and two strikes. We're full here. Wyatt Miles just shook off his catcher. Let's see what he has in mind. Check swing. Did that hit him? No, foul ball. Foul ball. Riley Warzynski took a step towards first base, like maybe that hit him on the wrist or fingers. Umpire threw both hands up. Foul. So we'll do three and two again. Two outs, none on. And when the pitchers are sharp, it's a fast-moving ball game. Coming home, looking to end the second, just missed. Tried that cutter, tried for the outside corner, and it's a ball. Riley Warzynski has walked. First baseman, number 25. John Naif. John's another big kid. You know, for the Smash players, unless you follow American Legion, you don't know who plays for Plover and who plays for Stevens Points. I mean, this team kind of gets split in two. Plover, over the years, has been the better of the American Legion teams. The first pitch is fouled off. Yeah, the Black Sox have had a lot of success at Legion Ball. And again, they get some kids from Plover and then some from the smaller surrounding communities, too. Two outs and a man on first. Oh, one pitch. Checked his swing and held off on a pitch that's low. A ball and a strike. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, towards the bottom half of the Spash order, again, the, the Spash lineup is solid top to bottom, Wyatt Miles has been less reluctant to throw his fastball in this spot.
hit on the ground to short. Wiesman's got to go all the way over. His only throws to first. It's a long one. Got him! Wiesman fields the ball on the backhand side and made a strong throw to bring the inning to a close. Pitchers are holding sway, and we're going to the top of the third. D.C. Everest, nothing, smash nothing on 93-9, the game. We are indeed going to the top of the third. Our scoreboard here at Memorial Park doesn't quite agree with us, and I see the E for error is starting to light up and flash again. <laughs> Operating the scoreboard is the worst job at any level of baseball. High school, minor leagues, little league. I mean, I remember the old days when we put the kids up on the ledge and they'd hang the numbers, and we'd pay them off with hot dogs and hamburgers when the game was over and they get bubble gum or licorice for every foul ball that they retrieved. I think these days someone in risk management would say, no, no, the, the kids on the ledge thing doesn't work anymore. So instead we have these electronic box of tricks that, uh, <laughs> that sometimes we can make do what they like and sometimes not. We are indeed going to the top of the third. Noah Marshke has retired all six evergreens that he's faced so far and seven, eight, and nine coming up. It's Nate Langbin, Nick Cotter, and Elijah Schmidt. First base coach Colton Schilling is taking his spot. We owe a big thanks to Coach Colton. I was going to drive down on the Everest bus until we learned that there was no bus coming back. So I drove down by myself and left my leather satchel that has all the broadcast equipment in it on the bus. <laughs> coach Schilling safeguarded all the stuff and then brought it over to me when we arrived here. I said that was great because Coach Schilling would have to do the broadcast if, uh, if we couldn't find where it was. First pitch to Nate Langbin to strike. Nate was hitting better in August than he has in May for the season. Now he's 8 of 36, 222. Only sophomore in the Everest lineup, Nate Langman. Big cut, swing and a miss. No balls and two strikes. Just get the feeling that if the Evergreens could get a leadoff man aboard, they'd look to bunt and try and get him into scoring position any way they could. 0-2 pitch here, popped up foul, back to the screen. Now the other thing to keep in mind, why are the pitchers so effective at a game like this? That unless you're a kid that plays travel ball, these kids know each other because they see each other during the Legion season. A lot of these players just know the tendencies. Outside corner called strike three and Nate Langman is retired. Noah Marski has retired the leadoff batter in all three frames so far. Here comes Nick Cotter. Nick Cotter's struggles at the plate have been a thing of legend so far. Cotter is four of 38. But he'd chatter a lot if he can deliver something against one of the best pitchers in the conference. Yeah, Noah Marski as a sophomore is probably going to be the all-conference pitcher in the Wisconsin Valley Conference this year. 
high fastball, and Nick swings and misses, strike one. And again, the challenge for Noah Langbin, who's going to compete for those honors too, is that both Nate and Noah are both sophomores, so they're going to see each other next year and the year after that. Breaking ball, and Nick's way out in front. Swing and a miss, no balls and two strikes. See if Nick Cotter can shorten up and play for some contact here. Pitch outside, one and two. Yeah, seven batters have come up so far. Only three Evergreens have put the ball in play. Other four have been strikeout victims. Here's a one-two pitch. Stays up high, just above the letters, called correctly. Ball two, two and two. Nice to be outside. I see on WSPT Radio, Scotty Krieger is here calling the game for the Stevens Point fans. He's got the press box. It's his home team. Up high again, three balls and two strikes. Let's see if Nick Cotter can become the Evergreens' first base runner. Marshkey comes set. Leg kicks home, fouled off, and held by the catcher. That's a strikeout. Deacon Kobach, the catcher, held that foul tip. Two up and two down here in the third. Here's Elijah Schmidt. Schmidt has started in only a few games, but you know what? He's been a nifty batter. Five of 17. So that's 294 with not a lot of plate appearances. Sometimes it's hard to keep your bat going when you don't play every day. First pitch, swing, and a miss. You know, in most games that Elijah Schmidt has started, he's managed to get on base. No balls and one strike. Coming home on the inside corner, 0-2. Elijah's got to hang in there. He kind of wiggled his hips back a little bit on that pitch that was on the inside corner. Got to hang tough. Noah Marski's trying to strike out the side. Come set, coming home. Swing and a miss. Elijah Schmidt is down on three pitches. Six strikeouts for Noah through three innings. We're going to the bottom of the third. DC Everest nothing, Spash nothing on 93-9 the game. The bottom of the third inning is on from Plover. Neither team has broken through yet, 0-0. Wyatt Miles, the Everest senior, will face 9-1-2 and two in the Spanish batting order. 
Not sure who the Evergreens are going to pitch for their doubleheader tomorrow against Appleton North. I would think the Evergreens have to hold back Nate Langman and Brock Babish for conference games on Monday and Tuesday. Deacon Kolbach to bat for Spash as the bottom of the third gets underway. Righty to righty. First ball swinging, it's a line drive to center. Coming back, Preston Miller back, 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 reaches up, and he's got it. Nice catch in center field for the Evergreens, Preston Miller. Miller's played a good center field all season long, and you know what? He read that correctly off the bat. He knew that he had to move into the right center field gap, and he did. That's probably the best hit ball of the early evening so far. And Deacon Kobach is just a long out. Tommy Droner now 0 for 1, grounded out his first time. First pitch to him outside, ball one. Spash has one hit. They've had another man aboard via a walk. The Evergreens still looking for their first base runner. Down below the knees, two balls and no strikes. When these teams met before, again, it was a 1-0 game. Spash got a run in the second, and it stayed a 1-0 game to the sixth. And then Tommy Droner got on via a walk, moved to second, and scored an insurance run, and that really sunk the Evergreens. That's a strike, two balls and one strike now. Wyatt Miles, leg kick home, checked his swing. That's a called strike, two and two. No strikeouts for Wyatt Miles, but Wyatt's pitching well. And good defense behind him today. Boy, the Evergreens last win over Merrill. The Blue Jays are a better team this year. Soft fly ball, right field, uh, left field side. Foul. Foul by a couple of feet. Yeah, when we saw the Merrill Blue Jays on Tuesday, I mean, they threw their number one pitcher, but Merrill's defense was horrible. Eight errors in that game. Evergreen scored 11 runs, but only four of them were earned. And the Evergreens had an 11-3 win. Merrill's looking to play better when we see them up at their place on Monday. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Outside, count full. Wyatt not only has mom and dad here, uncles too. I mean, this late in your senior year, how many more pitching appearances do you have? 3-2 pitch. Call strike three on the inside corner. Close. Tommy Droner thought that he was going to get first base. Two up and two down. Kale Roth. Grounded out his first time. Two outs and none on. Wyatt Miles full wind up. Breaking ball. Strike one. I don't know, the strike zone's been pretty consistent so far. No one complaining. And, you know, when you have good pitchers and the corners are in play, and they are, just makes it hard on the batters. That breaking ball is just low, just below the hollow of the knees. One ball and one strike. And, you know, in these pitchers' duels, there's more pressure on the home plate umpire for sure. I mean, pitches that should be strikes that are judged balls, that one's in, one ball and two strikes. You give good hitters extra pitches in their at-bat. That makes a big difference. 
Wyatt Miles is ahead in the count here, one ball and two strikes, looking for an easy bottom of the third. Coming home, bounced off the plate. Third baseman, Nate Langbin, charges in, throws across, got him. There's a three-up, three-down inning. Yeah, a pitcher's duel is indeed percolating tonight. We've gone through three innings. It's D.C. Everest nothing and Spash nothing on 93-9 the game.